in a world in crisis. Can three idiots find hope in the darkest of places? Will love conquer all, or will hate win out in the end? This is a show called Hate. Welcome to A Show Called Hate, a podcast in which we explore love, hate, and everything in between in search of greater meaning and perhaps a little perspective. I'm John. I'm Nick. I'm Chris. What do you do? What do you do, Nick, to yourself? I bash my my hand on my headphones. (laughs) Oh, no. I hurt my little knuckles. That's a good start. I'm not used to this recording remotely shit. (laughs) Yeah, about that. I mean, it's like... uh... It's like 2020 all over again. in the again. three rooms. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's very good. Um, so, uh, do we want to talk about that? Why Why we're all separated? Um, I think we should. I think it's set, set the scene so that the listeners at just, home... We've just all had enough. Okay, well, okay. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> That's that's the upshot of it. No no scene setting today. <laughs> yeah, just... Well, I got the... Uh, I got, well, I, I got the didn't I? You did. You did. You full on got it. We still yeah. don't know how that happened. No, it's it's infuriating because um, uh, how many football games have you gone to, Chris Ray? <laughs> well, I I didn't want to bring it up. I mean, I've been to at least sort of ten games with multiple thousands of people, and I'm yet to catch it. Yeah, and you've yet. You know, you've yet I've, to I've get not it. been particularly careful, as it were. So I'm I'm extremely fortunate not to have got it. Whereas you presumably brushed past someone in the supermarket. Yeah, and I've now had to be uh, well, not had to be, but have diligently been indoors for a little while. He doesn't. Also, he doesn't touch anyone because he wears a full body mask. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. It's uh, it, it, the the annoying thing is, is that it. Yeah, I I kind of feel given that, and given that I have been infected, and I've now recovered, and I'm testing negative, and given Woo. that you yourself. Woo. Chris Ray was saying that you've gone to many events and you've not been that careful. Uh, it's it's your it's your urging of caution, which means we're not in the same room here today. Quite right. Well, I have I have a football game to go to. <laughs> Ironically, I have a football game to go to. So uh, that is why I have requested ironic. that we err on the side of caution this evening because I have a football game to go to in two days, which is very important. Yes, I'd head- rather I'd rather I'd rather be there than not if I can possibly help it. When did yeah. you last go to a football game? Um, t- uh, a week. So today is Thursday. So three days ago was Monday. So a week prior to that. Cool. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's uh, probably that around was, the time that... I started going into uh, into quarantine. Actually, if I if I think back <laughs> yeah. to it, yeah, into deep feverish pain. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think you can lay the blame for that at my door. Unless. Uh, well, I can find a... a way to blame it on you. As far <laughs> as I know, I haven't had it and haven't given it to you. We did bump into each other the previous Saturday. Yes. Which is probably the last time uh, I saw you prior to today for a full-blown conversation. Well, that's a weird thing because I saw you that weekend, Chris Ray, and mm. I obviously, I saw Nicholas Angel, who's also on the call. Yeah. Hi there. Uh, the difference is I saw you in passing for like a few yeah. minutes. Correct. And uh, Nick and I, we got a bike to eat. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah. I guess the natural conclusion to draw from this, given the fact that you were exposed to me for much, much longer... Than Chris, mm. than Chris Ray. The natural conclusion is that it's Chris Ray's fault. 
Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. so. Yeah. 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 That's the cool. only thing we can we can draw from this. I'd be. It's it's annoying to me, and I'm sure you know you've you you've probably had it worse than me, John. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's annoying to me that we don't know where it came from. I find yeah. it frustrating because mm. no one else I've been in contact with that I know of has has had it. No. Yeah. I mean, Lucy's had it now, but I'm fairly certain I gave it to her. That's so. probably probably from you. There's no way yeah. back, for sure. And but. she got it later than me. So clearly yeah. it kind of makes sense that I brought the illness into the house and then she yeah. kind of... There was that know. time, though, I spat on a brick and threw it through your window. Yes. So mm. there's... Oh, so you've got, you got to spit on a brick, otherwise it's not as aerodynamic. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, a I fact. I didn't yeah. notice that because I was, I was like licking your banister at the time. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that'll yeah. be it, yeah. Yeah, that'll be it, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad I didn't come for lunch with you, to be honest. It's a lot yeah, of licking and slashing. Yeah. I went. I went to the far bleaker pub. Yeah, you went to you went to a pub with five louts, and we we yeah, had a perfectly that, civilized that in the end. Yeah, <laughs> we had a very civilized dinner, and then went and sat in a park. And yet, yeah, look who gets infected. <laughs> that, I I can only I can go again only apologize. <laughs> it. I don't mind that I I've had it. I think I have like a degree of frustration that like. I almost had a like a clean a clean sweep. Like it felt yeah. like after two years and never having it, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it. This yeah. is gonna be it. The dream." I'll I'll end up getting it in the most mundane way possible. I'm convinced of that. Like <laughs> I, I, if I got it hugging hugging someone because Gillingham have scored a goal, then that's on me. But I'll end up getting it like probably how John has, which is just brushing past somebody. Just a mystery, basically. Yeah, well, which surely... will annoy the hell out of me. But surely you catching it from a random stranger on the street is mm. more likely than Gillingham scoring a goal. Well, that is correct at the moment. Ooh, that's, a that's, a, that's, a, that's a great cut, John, and yeah. I commend you for it, but it's also <laughs> factual. Um, I don't think we've had enough football news recently. No, well, that's very interesting. You, Gillingham are, are about to go down, is that correct? <laughs> well, we have... Yeah, again, again, John, you're not wrong. <laughs> Gillingham this weekend, which is the important game I'm alluding to, have a, have a last game of the season sort of shootout, if you like. So we have to better the team above above us's result. So if they lose and we draw, we stay up, for example. And likewise, if they draw and we win, we stay up. What if you both both win? They, then it depends on the team above them. Oh, I see. What they oh, do. I see. There's, there's various permutations which I won't bore you with. Now, the sticking point is that we are fucking awful. <laughs> um, and I, I don't back us to win any game, let alone one against the team we're playing, who, which is a team that is going for the league title. I see. And that's the definition of supporting a football team, is the, is the phrase, yeah. I do not back us to win any of our games. <laughs> no, well, I don't, that's the thing. I'm trying to find like positives going into this game, but statistically there are none. <laughs> it, it is blind support that is drawing me there. And frankly, if I didn't believe it was possible, I wouldn't be going, ultimately. So okay. obviously there's a part of me... There believes is. it's possible. However, the odds are stacked against us. And I, I feel we will get relegated. But if I come to you in two weeks from now and we haven't got relegated, I'll be delighted and surprised in equal measure. But yeah, we're probably going to get relegated. <laughs> so uh, now obviously Gillingham has been nearly as big a part of my life uh, these past 30 years as it has been yeah. of yours. Um Kind of mostly just through association, really. Sure. But like, um, there was a time, probably about a decade ago, where you were incredibly mm. happy because uh, your team yeah. had gone up. They'd been promoted. Correct. Yeah, that was nine years ago, exactly. 
Nine years ago. Wow. So you've been promoted from League Two to League One. Yep. Which is below the championship. Correct. Excellent. Which which itself is below the premiership. Very good. So are you still in League One? We're still in League One. We've not gone up or down in terms of divisions since nine years ago. So, okay, so what I'm saying is if you are relegated... Mm. you're really, it's like those nine years just didn't happen, really. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, I suppose if you look at it that way, John, that's correct. But I like to think I had a nice time during the ride. I mean, right. technically, if you go on holiday and then you return home, did the holiday ever happen? No. By yeah. that logic. But if you get below, if if you were relegated below League 2, you're that kind of getting into the competitions which are named after regional wallpaper well, yeah, exactly. They're named, they're named after like checker trade and and yeah. like price comparison websites. And it's the, they're the kind of Basically. tournaments. They're the kind of tournaments that that I would play in. And and I don't. I mean, you would you you have you get probably get a trial. <laughs> <laughs> okay. To be honest, with some of these teams. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, yeah. Ideally, um, we wouldn't go beneath um, the division we're probably heading into this weekend. Um, but you know. It's open. It would save me a lot of money if we kept plummeting down the leagues, frankly, because I don't can't see me travelling to Gillingham quite as regularly for the, even an even worse standard of football. <laughs> oh. But it is is the dream still alive, though? What, in what respect? Well, you'd you'd have to explain it's to me. Been, I don't I've, follow I've, this. Any, any the dream, if I'm honest. Any respect at this point, like just give us anything. The dream, the dream is alive in that I obviously, on some level, feel we might do it. As I say, because I'm going. If I, if I, oh, because you're going specifically, you. No, but I, why, I wouldn't waste my time. <laughs> I mean, to that point, I've not seen us win since before the pandemic. Okay, wow. Which is, I've not, yeah. I've not seen us win since February 2020. So maybe you're in, the problem in, in person. Well, I could be the problem, which is why I, I considered not going. <laughs> but I was, that's I was very, talked around. It's very good of you. It's very big of you. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. Depending on what the dream is, yes, I believe. I obviously believe on some level we can do it, but. On a practical, statistical level, we've got no fucking chance. Here's the thing, though. Like, would here's you say thing. it's... Here's, the th- here's Nick's take, okay? Here's yeah, Nick's hot okay. take. Nick's um, hot take. Yeah, get ready. Um, wouldn't you say that it's probably infinitely impossible mm. uh, that you will ever rise above League One? No, because we have risen above League One previously. Because <gasps> oh. I was oh, good when, when was that? We were in the Championship 2000 to 2005. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, and then, well, that ruins and then my whole point. we twice in three years. Because my whole point was going to be that if you go down to League Two, at least you have somewhere to go, which is back up to League One again. Whereas yeah. the likelihood... Oh, no, of... no, no. I, I, even be- I would go as far as saying that go. if we were in League One, if we stay in League One this season, we will do quite well in it next season. Things will be ah. different next year. Really? I believe. A bold claim. But we've got to stay in the division first. If we don't, then all of this is irrelevant. So... Mm. You're saying that there's a time when when your beloved team Gillingham were in the championship, oh, big time, and we're kind of around the millennium. Yeah, well, we got promoted from what? Well, it is now League <laughs> One. It was called Division Two then. That's rebrands, confusing. lots yeah. of rebrands since then. In two thousand, um, and then we got relegated on the last day, which is a very fairly similar situation to the one we find ourselves in this weekend, um, two thousand five. So yeah. So and we've not and we've not been back at that level obviously since then. So so that's kind of when the rot set in 
Very much. Basically, yes, is, what, is what you're saying. Yeah, in, yeah. In life as well as in football. Yes. Ah, interesting. Ah, interesting. I'd started going grey. You know, <laughs> all of that. Yeah, all of that. All of that aging process. You know. So pretty much, I'm trying to think. So pretty much, the entire of the many years, for decades, I've known you, Chris Ray. Mm, yeah. And yeah. within that time, of there's a chunk of time in which I've been dragged to football games. Yes. And it maybe it started around 2000. Well, you... Yeah, probably started around 2004. So what you're saying is in the in the n- nearly 20 years, mm. well actually I haven't gone in like 10, but in that period of my life where you dragged me to many football <laughs> in the, games. In the brief 7-year period. Yeah, it felt longer. Um in <laughs> that me, time yeah. of my life where I I went to many games to see Gillingham play, you're basically saying they were in a steady decline. Oh, absolutely. For, for the entire <laughs> period that I saw them play. Pretty ah. much. I mean, and the game you saw is testament to that. Yeah, I mean, that's... I the mean, last game. I think that was the last game you came to because, to be fair, I, I would have given up. Yeah. If I that, wasn't, like, contract, contractually <laughs> obligated to if you d- If you didn't have a problem at this point, yeah. Yeah, exactly. If it wasn't a discussion. So maybe, so maybe it's John's fault then. Because that, that's another option. It could have been, but to be fair, it's not improved much since he stopped. So, no. Well, he's 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 created a lasting effect which they cannot pull up from. Yeah, yeah. with John, with just, just the the stench of John is left <laughs> on the club basically. When when they saw how much they'd kind of fallen in my eyes, they realised there was no point <laughs> yeah. in actually trying. They thought, yeah. they thought, what's the point? And they cursed the club. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to be like a montage at the start of Beauty and the Beast, isn't it? It's just <laughs> the Gillingham FC version of that. Yeah. And as soon, when, once the flower wilts, the club will never rise above League Two again. <laughs> I was trying. What's the Gillingham equivalent of a rose floating in a in, in a like jar? A little, in a, in a jar yeah. Probably like a a six pack. <laughs> when the slowly six pack, when the six pack rusts, that is slowly when the Gillingham empty, FC yeah. story ends. Yeah, yeah. Gradually, yeah. a can is taken away. A can is taken away until there's just one can in that plastic thing yeah. with the six holes in it. Yeah. When and when that gradually sort of disintegrates. Yeah. When this topless man upends the last can <laughs> into the drain, and this <laughs> yeah, is all in yeah. like a little jar, then then the this curse is all in like lifted. a snow globe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The man, the man's in the globe as well, just chugging away. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And so to break the curse, he's, he's, he's neither alive nor dead. You don't know for sure. Yeah, he's like Schrodinger's topless man. <laughs> he's Sh- Schrodinger's thug. <laughs> Great. Hey, but look, enough about enough about your exciting football. Enough no. about my my uh, social life. We um, for now anyway. We should probably, I guess we we got a lot to cover, haven't we? Because we were, we were going to have like um, we were going to do a bonus episode. We were we were, we were going to do a bonus episode all about everyone's favourite. Hedgehog. Huh. Yeah, but we didn't because I was ill. I was I was well ill. You were well ill. And yeah. I, got I was trying it. to think then of some more hedgehogs that are in popular culture, but I can only think of the Farthing Wood ones. And I just thought of Paddington, and he's not a hedgehog at all. He's, so. not a, he's definitely he's definitely not a hedgehog. <laughs> um, yeah, and I was worried when you got ill, not because I gave a shit about you and your well being or whatever, but um, yeah. but because of how you know it's it's very important that we're hot on trends on this podcast. And that we yeah, talk absolutely. about this movie when it's when it's hot, yeah. and I feel I feel like that that uh, that that moment has passed, <laughs> as is so oh, often yeah. the way with this podcast. I'll, I'll be totally honest; I can barely remember what happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll remember when we start talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, do we? I mean, do we want to like just try and get into it now, like as I a think segment? We do we want to? We should. 
get it out a of se- our system. A segment that takes up 95% of the show. <laughs> it may end up doing, but if it so, might end, it's it might quality end up happening. audio for people to listen to. Okay, so the elephant in the room is... Yeah. It's much better. Yeah. <laughs> it's, much, it's much better in that it's written about the character. It's much better in that it's a Sonic movie. <laughs> yes, exactly. Again, I, though, I think we may be the minority <laughs> here. What, what are you saying? How like, does this keep happening? Oh, wait, wait, wait. But what, what do you reckon, Nick? Do you reckon... Is the general consensus that everybody likes it? To be fair, I don't really know what the general consensus is. Can, can you yeah. ever? But... I've seen a fair few uh, hot takes, articles, video reviews, just people talking about it online, yeah. and almost all of them have been negative. Really? Um, yeah, that's, and then, that's surprising. And then, and then there's another person, friend of the show, Andrew, who uh, who liked the first one, and he hated the second one. <laughs> I find that I find that absolutely incredible. Yeah, so so I, I don't know whether that's a representative of the general because I have seen a couple of clips of people saying that they really dug it. Um, mm. but I don't know. I don't know if that's representative or not, but... Uh, but... Am, I, am I out of touch? Yeah, no. It's, no. Well, it's the children that <laughs> it's are wrong. It's the children who are wrong. Okay, like, you know, we're, we've never been afraid to have no unconventional opinions on this show. No. Hard-hitting, hard, Yeah, that's part of our mission statement, yeah. I don't agree. I don't agree to that. <laughs> yeah. Shut, shut up. <laughs> when we... <laughs> but when we, when we saw the first one... Mm. When we when we endured like the first movie, yes, we were willing to kind of draw a line in the sand and say, "Not today, Satan." We we did not care for yeah. this movie, uh, and we kind of felt like the world had gone insane. Well, after after that movie, I locked myself in my house for two years. Yeah, that, that yes, unrelated. I think not. That's that's what happened. <laughs> but so my point is like, I'm not trying to be contrarian when I say that this is a this. This kind of was a better movie. For context, for context, the the instant the movie finished and the credits rolled, we looked at each other and we said, "That was better." Like this yeah. isn't this isn't an opinion that we've come to after hearing that everyone else didn't like it. The immediate and I, while I was watching it, even the immediate feelings I was having is this is infinitely better than the first one. There's still a huge yeah. fucking dump of caveat to go along with that because there is some weird shit in this film. Like, really, really weird. Potentially There's weirder quite... than the first one. <laughs> and this sort of speaks to the fact I can't remember really what happened in the film. There was one bit where I turned around and just went, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I just went, bad movie. And I can't remember which bit it was. There now. was a bit where Ali was it turned the dancing? to me. It might, it may it might have been be the, the dancing. dancing. Yeah. It may have been the, the statue. Yep. There was a Possibly. bit where, where Ali turned to me and just said, I don't care yeah. <laughs> like about what is currently happening on screen, which is pretty, that's a pretty powerful moment that. Um, yeah. So I, I think my, I remember like, I felt, I felt very conflicted when the movie finished because I think I enjoyed myself. Yes. At the same time, I couldn't bring myself to say it was good. No, I no. <laughs> the thing is, it, it was a fairly short movie, and you could have lost probably forty percent of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, That's it was longer. Thing. It was longer than the first one. Apparently, was it? I didn't, I didn't realize yeah. that because I was so swept up in everything. Obviously, that that, that I didn't notice. But um... there, there were two bits that I didn't care for in terms of like l- prolonged sections of the movie. One was the dance. Yes. Which was very 
first movie, which was very, very Sonic, first for some movie. reason Sonic dancing to Uptown Funk and winning the respect of locals. Yes, and in, in a, a, in a bar in perfect again. rhythm as well. In a, weirdly, we have another bar scene. So the writers mm, of, of Sonic yeah. movies are, are really, really obsessed with taking our CGI heroes from another universe and putting them in bars where fights yeah. are prone to break out. Weird, weird trope that. Well, it's weird yeah. as good because after. <laughs> Remember with the first movie in particular, like it was weird to see a movie that was simultaneously expensive and cheap at the same time. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, that's true. That's a good example, actually. They have this bar scene in the second one, and clearly they've got a bigger budget because, like, immediately following it, they have this big snowboarding scene. I think, yeah. don't they? Uh, that's like the, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Which is action packed. Uh, it's colourful. You know, it's kind of what you might imagine when you picture a Sonic movie. Yeah. But so you think like, oh, they're finally putting their money where their mouth is. But then, of course, they do have a, was it like a 48 minute dance scene in a bar? You know, <laughs> and felt, it felt that minute. long. Yeah. And that's just economic. That's just good economics. I mean, like you can, oh, yeah. you can well, that's, get that's a lot of That's just something for the kids. That's just something for the kids, which is like, oh, look, Sonic's dancing. Isn't that fun? No, I don't, is the answer. No, is the answer exactly. Yeah, I don't think even the kids would would think that that is cool. Yeah, but, do, but yeah, it, exactly. Does anyone think that song is relevant anymore? That song's been out for what twenty five years. Well, yeah, um, wasn't it like there's other fourteen or something. There's a limp. And it's biscuit. just like oh, here's a, here's a modern popular song that the children will recognise. There's a limp biscuit joke in that film. Yeah, I what relevant doesn't seem to necessarily be high on their priority list. In terms of, I mean, don't get me wrong. The first one had some pretty weird jokes in it, <laughs> but like this one, <laughs> I don't. We're, I don't... We're, we're mid thirties, mid thirty year olds yeah. watching a movie for five year olds, probably written by fifty five year olds. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. So, but so so who's the target? Fun? Yeah, who's the target market then? You know, like because the Limp Biscuit joke is for us, right? I don't remember that. What was that joke? Oh. I can't. I can't really I, remember. Oh, I can't remember. I think Eggman just says it as a throwaway line as something he's listening to or something like that. I can't remember. But yeah. the talking about like conflict being conflicted though, because yeah, you're describing all these things, and I, in my head I'm going like, oh yeah, that's awful. And then I think of a few bits which were kind of fine. Yeah. Then I also think of bits that were genuinely funny. Yes, absolutely. Like, when they walk into that bar and your heart starts sinking, you should, oh you, god, yeah, that was oh Christ, you know, you know what's kind of coming, but you know they walk in, It's a classic scene. They walk into a bar, everyone turns and looks at them. <laughs> you see something menacing, something more menacing, something more menacing, and then someone chops the head off a fish, yeah. and the fish slides <laughs> across the floor, and the mouth just goes run. That was funny. That was funny. That was funny. Yeah. It was, the thing is, it was so funny that it didn't belong in a movie. Yeah. Like, that the, would be funny in any... I feel like that would be funny in any movie. Yes. yes. Agreed. It was just funny. It was just funny. They were kind of saddled with all the stuff they created in the first movie instead mm-hmm. of creating a plot. And it's like they couldn't escape it. Like, but that's the irritating thing is that they they could have they they just they could they just could have you know like one of the things that I went into this movie thing and I tried to go with an open mind and and I feel like I did one of the things I said to myself was if I see bloody Longclaw again I'm I'm gonna kick off that right was, so, yeah someone's gonna get 
like a kick in the shins, right? And sure enough, Longclaw is a vital and major part of the mythology they've for some reason created for these movies and featured potentially more heavily in the second film than she did in the first, where she just appears at the beginning and dies. And it's like, why lean on that? I don't, I don't understand. I just, I've, I've just figured out the bit where I went no, and that it's the bit where the hologram pops up. Of oh, a hologram of Longclaw. Yes. Yeah. Which was encoded in a map. Yeah, something for like that. And it's like, Sonic, if, you can, if you're listening to this message, then I am gone. And it's, it's like, like what? oh, fuck. It's like, fuck off me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but also, it's like, you know, you, you're adapting Sonic. You don't have a lot to go on. As we said in the first movie, so then they're like, okay, well, let's fill in the blanks. Let's create more. Let's add to this mess. So they come up with Longclaw. And everyone goes like, oh, Longclaw's a bit weird. We're not going to get that again. And then there's a surprising amount of Longclaw in the second movie that basically <laughs> yeah. tells you everything about Longclaw while also kind of saying why we're not going to see or reference Longclaw ever again. Yeah. Because the mystery is set up and solved. Oh, yeah. It turns out Longclaw's people tried to, like, genocide the Echidnas or something yeah. like that. Oh, sure. Yeah. Owls versus Echidnas is the great war of our time. You know? Yeah, exactly. But also, that's twice they've done that now. Introduced Longclaw with the aim to never see Longclaw again. In the very first movie, the very first scene, yeah. Longclaw is introduced only to die, right? Mm. And then in the second movie, Longclaw is introduced as a sort of legacy mystery for our heroes to solve, only to, you know, be concluded, solved, and never to be seen again. She's, she's going to be in the third film. I guarantee she's oh, going to yeah. be in the third. Oh, film. By the way, by the way, there's going to be right. a third movie because we know because of the end credit sequence. Um, it's going to be a trilogy, guys. It's going to be a tr- it's going to be a box a box set. Surely they're they're just going to keep going though. Maybe Surely forever. The th- if the third one's not going to be the last one, is it? Well, they can clearly shoot my movie in like a, a long weekend yeah. in Hawaii. <laughs> You know, like the whole cast gets a nice holiday. That was incredible that the cast were just there in Hawaii. Yeah. It's like, you do the movie and we'll send you to Hawaii to film it. <laughs> I like... They're like, ja- yeah, all right then, yeah, fine. I like James Marsden. Like, if there's an actor on the planet who maybe deserves... Because, look, he's like, what, 74 now? And yeah, looks yeah it? probably, yeah. Like, yeah. he deserves a nice holiday. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah. I'm rooting for him. Yeah, I, I feel like, look, he soldiered through that, that first movie. If he can get, like, an all-expenses-paid five-day trip to some resort in Hawaii. Yeah. Good on it. Wasn't there a bit where they just were like, my God, isn't Hawaii fantastic? We're I'm pretty sure someone, a... yeah, James Marsden just turns to the camera holding a leaflet <laughs> yeah. that just says, go to Hawaii, basically. On yeah, it. he basically says, join me, James Marsden, <laughs> and here in Hawaii, indefinitely. And then he just looks at the camera dead in the eye and just goes, Hawaii is amazing, come here. Yeah. Yeah, why not come yeah, here? Yeah, I, I remember that bit. That was one of the best bits of the movie. That yeah. was my fav- one of my favourite parts. The thing is, yeah. there was a, speaking of Hawaii, there was a bit of the movie, basically, where it was his partner's sister's wedding. Yes. yes, and that that bit of the movie went on for what? Let's let's be generous and say at least twenty minutes. Yes, I was going to so, say. And Sonic minutes. did not appear during that time. No, there's a fascinating. Yeah, this is something worth talking about. There's a fascinating like wedge of the pie of this movie, right? Where where Sonic and Tails are not on screen at all, yeah. like at all. It's not just a cutaway briefly, or we see where they are, or we spend a lot majority of the time. No, they are not in the film for about fifteen minutes while we watch a wedding collapse yeah. around a load of characters that are very tangentially connected to James Marsden and his wife. <laughs> uh, and that's being yeah. generous, I'd say. I'd say that was generous. 
But then they shoehorn in that all that basically the bloke James Marsden's partner's sister is getting married to is an agent. <laughs> yeah. And all the wedding guests somehow are agents. All of them are agents. And all they bring tracking back Sonic. All and they bring back it. that one elderly actor from the yeah. first movie who played. Oh like yeah, an he's army in it general. quite a bit. He's yeah, quite a yeah, bit, isn't he? Yeah, that's called there. that's called in the writers' room. What the fuck do we have? Yes. And they have to they have to draw on a whiteboard and they go, what the hell do we have to bring back? There were two things on that whiteboard, and there was old army guy, and there was long claw, and that was it. That was what the whiteboard had on it. The thing about that as well is that it is literally padding because it's all resolved within about five minutes. Yes, like the, yeah. the agent falls in love with James Marsden's partner sister. Just he's like, oh my god, what a woman! I do actually love like, him. It turns out. And then they're like in love, but then, and then the, the Sonic escapes almost immediately. Yeah. So it's Which like, means, what the hell was that? I think the point of it was is that they had they had a runtime with the script. Yeah. Oh and yeah. They, and then they had an amount of time that the budget could could cover animation, right? And those two mm. numbers didn't match up. They had a fifteen yeah. minute difference between <laughs> how much animation money they had and how much yeah. runtime they had. So they were like, shit, we need to put a section in here to pad out yeah. while the animators rest their wrists, basically. Basically, one second of Sonic being on screen is worth ten tickets to Hawaii. <laughs> Yeah. So, so you're made, saying yeah, financially and fiscally, it made sense. Made a huge amount of sense. <laughs> this actually, yeah. this is quite fitting because I can, I can kind of picture it, a lot of the movie decisions coming down to one accountant. Yeah. It was like kind of like two columns. It was like, oh my god, there's a discrepancy. <laughs> <laughs> the animation budget and the Hawaii budget, and they just do yeah. not align at all. And he's he's sat there on the beach in Hawaii drinking <laughs> drinking this massive cocktail, and he just looks down at the cocktail. Oh no, <laughs> I've gone too yeah. far. <laughs> That's right. Nobody wanted to go to Hawaii, but no. they were like, guys, we, 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 we need fi- this movie needs 15 minutes of Hawaii time or they'll yeah. send us all to court. We will all go to jail. Yeah, there's a there's yeah. a phrase in movie making which is Hawaii time, like, and it's it's often yeah it's often worded as the one thing that will save a movie that's, f- that's falling apart. The scenes, if we can just get some Hawaii time in, mm-hmm. then we might pull this thing back, and they did. Uh, kind of, I guess. Sort of, in a, in a manner of speaking. I did. I, that's all the sort of the stuff that I didn't like because it's very similar to the first one. Well, yeah, uh, basically everything we didn't like about the second one is all the exact yeah. same shit we didn't like about the first. It's all still exactly. the same but, shit. But the good stuff was good. Can we can, can we talk about a couple of weird Let's talk about plot weird. elements? I like weird plot elements. Sure, go for okay, it. Okay, so spoilers, everybody, but the movie opens with... Doctor oh, I'm sorry. We did, did we not? Did we not warn people about the spoilers? <laughs> yeah, Tails is in it, by the way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fuck. Okay, so the movie opens with Doctor Robotnik or Eggman, whatever you want to call him, mm. uh, stranded in the on the mushroom planet or whatever mushroom dimension. Yeah. And he's yeah. been there for months, hasn't he, or something yeah. like that? Like, I think he says, it is he, says, he says several hundred days. I think. Yeah. yeah. Something. So oh, maybe years then. Okay, yeah. So he's building. I think, I think it's just under a year. I've seen to remember. Sure. Okay. No, but he's, bu- he's building like funky machines out of yeah, mushrooms machines. and stuff. He's gone a bit crazy. Great. Okay. Killer content. <laughs> he makes a machine, which is powered once again by Sonic's spine. Yes. And you'll notice how quickly not, not his vertebrae spine. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sonic's. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, backbone. His quill, yes, his quill. And doesn't the movie do away with the quill 
relatively quickly. Yeah, I just doesn't he discover like because Knuckles comes through a portal? Spoilers. Mm. And doesn't he then just go, "Oh fuck this quill, yeah. I don't need it anymore"? Because it, yeah. Knuckles has got like the emerald and shit. Well, this is. I think I, that's the, the exact line actually. <laughs> this is my thing. Robotnik on an alien planet full of mushrooms. Yeah. Creates a device which you think is going to make a portal home, but it goes yes. wrong. Yeah. Like it malfunctions. And there's a big explosion, and he's knocked out. Mm. Twist, subversion. It's very clever. Yes. Then a portal opens. Yeah. And two humans, yeah. can't stress enough, two human actors looking like Star Wars rejects step out wearing like full body armor. They look like, um, was it sand, the sand people or whatever? Yeah, They're sort of. Yeah, face, faceless um, goons. I think they kind but, of had bird masks, though. That was one of the weird things that threw me. But yes, mm, yeah, it looked a bit like um, the owl people, but they clearly weren't. They weren't. Uh, and they, they come out and they they have like spears and they're like poking at Doctor Robotnik's unconscious body, and you're like, <laughs> "This is a Sonic movie. I can't believe what I'm seeing." <laughs> and then he. He he's faking. He wakes up and Aha. he has a, a series of elaborate traps which knock these mm. people out. And you're like, "Aha! It was all part of his plan." Yes. And then Knuckles walks through the portal. Yes. Yeah. So my question is, who were those two humans? And they're never mentioned again. Nope. Knuckles. Were, I think like, I think you're doing too good a job of remembering the movie, John. If I'm honest. But Knuckles they, like, had minions. They could have so easily been two other echidnas right because we knew we'd seen the echidnas in the first movie we mm. knew that knuckles was one of this 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 race that had been terrorized by long claws owls or whatever. noble noble deity noble mama owl has been yeah. looking after these echidnas so so well and and yet for some reason he's accompanied through the portal by two humanoid men in the in the closest looking outfit to to bird outfits which are more like long claw than his what the hell what the absolute hell i don't know i can't answer that question john i wish i could okay here's another one for you you know how we said in the first movie it's weird how sonic he's really fast but he's also just kind of crackling with blue energy sure 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 sure. he has this like indeterminate ill-defined power where he's just kind of a battery of energy yeah seems to be that went nowhere. Nope. But then also, to, to that end, <laughs> Knuckles appears to have that that flickering battery-like yes. aesthetic, but for no real reason except that he can punch really hard. And his no. is red, obviously. And his is red, but it, is, what does, it doesn't mean anything. It just no. has big hands, that which then, presumably would do the same job as, as that. And then Tails, obviously, is introduced, but doesn't seem to have that. Tails doesn't have that, but can fly. And well, he has yes. a gun. Yeah, and has he a, does. Has he lots does. Of, gadgets have a gun yes he has like a, um, a series of terrifying booby trap devices yeah. in his little his, his little adorable backpack that he carries around so i don't know as a viewer necessarily what gives tails his power except for the fact he's got two tails so is, is tails magic or is he normal is he a normo this well, is the thing right so my prediction was going to be that the second movie would tell us that Sonic had this blue crackling energy, 
because he'd swallowed the blue chaos emerald, right? Mm. Or some or something. He was fused with it in some way. And that Delicious. when we'd seen Knuckles have the same like power signature, I was like, ah, right, he's got mm. the red one inside him. Sure. And the story is going to be all about pulling those emeralds out of them, which maybe endangers their life in some way, combining them with the others and giving Robotnik ultimate power. That's what I thought the story was going to be. And that would have been quite a smart way to tie up a lot of question marks about weird quills holding battery-like energy inside them from the first yeah. movie. That would have been what I would call writing that would have been the the <laughs> act of writing a tale shall we say uh we didn't get that <laughs> no no we did get the chaos emeralds we got though. we got we got an emerald which split into multiple ones which it turns reason. out is actually all the emeralds yeah yeah that was weird but also like yeah this is the weird discrepancy because now they've introduced the chaos emeralds which i'm all in favor of because that's more like a sonic franchise yeah it and we see Sonic go supersonic. Yes, like we, we see do. it happen. Super but now Sonic. that's happened. Now that's happened. It makes Sonic's miscellaneous blue glowing powers and Knuckles' miscellaneous red glowing powers completely irrelevant. Like yes. they don't, they don't mean anything. No. But Son- to be fair, Sonic doesn't use that very often. Considering there is a there's a sequence that lasts about ten minutes. Of Sonic and Knuckles snowboarding, which looks cool, <laughs> but Sonic surely could just run. <laughs> a lot of the scenes, I just thought, why don't, why doesn't this this fast being just run? Yeah, that's well, that my was major my... criticism of both movies. If I had to, if I had to single out one criticism that spans both movies, it no, would think... probably be, why didn't he run? He the first movie is a road trip movie where two where two bros yeah. hang out in a car. Could just, could just run, couldn't he? About this is a movie about a guy who runs fast. Like that's pretty mental, really. And then he, and then he does in the end run off the coast of Hawaii over the sea. He does to wherever that location is that's holding the emerald. Is that right? Yeah, like yeah. A it's temple. a big owl temple. Isn't it's it? a big owl temple, which for some yeah. reason is off the coast of Hawaii. And I have yeah. to say, like when the oceans parted to reveal the hidden owl temple, I did actually find myself getting a bit emotional. Yeah, because I found myself thinking about Longclaw. Yeah, it was. Yeah, no, I'll give you that. Longclaw took that. that secret to the grave. Yeah, it should, oh. like, there was. There's so much work has been done to develop her character and make us care. That yeah, that, yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, John, that was a powerful moment. No, you're right, Nick, <laughs> and it's actually funny because they <laughs> they've simultaneously put a lot of effort into making us care about owl, about owls, owlclaw, owlclaw, longclaw, and her and her owl people, and yeah. the echidnas. Sure. While also simultaneously making us not care, because that's done now. That's over. We actually have nothing left to learn. No more. There, there will be no have... more to learn about. Long there are actually no more mysteries three. left. But then Knuckles gets over all his misgivings about Sonic, because he believes Sonic is like Longclaw's apprentice for some reason. <laughs> um, and he, and then he, Sonic sort of helps Tails, and he goes, "Oh, he's helping his friend." Now I now I think he's you know fine. Now I think he's okay. Yeah, and that's sort of it. it yeah, Idris Elba was good. Sure, I enjoyed. I enjoyed. I enjoyed the performance. Yeah, yeah. This is what I mean because we're being very critical right now, and perhaps rightly so. But at the same time, <laughs> I cannot stress enough how much better it is than the first movie. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of big things in there. Like, and one of the big ones for me that made it better is. 
that temple that we we described, there's a whole sequence where they enter the temple and then they have to navigate this labyrinth and then navigate all these traps and spikes and stuff. And it's kind of a montage and it's played for laughs because Robotnik and Knuckles are doing it together and that's kind of goofy. And then we see Sonic race through it and sort of jump over pits of spikes and dodge rolling boulders and stuff. And I'm like, that's the game. That's yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog, the game. Like we actually got a moment that not only looked super, super cool and was quite a cool, like pivotal scene in the film, but also is a direct homage to the shit that you did in the game. That was awesome. Now, yes, okay, that wasn't, you can't build a story out of that, but that's fine. You know, we, we at least have stuff that's connecting to the to, to what Sonic actually is and was, you know? That was good. The, the stuff with the Emerald and the stuff with Sonic and Knuckles and Tails and Robotnik to a certain extent was good. Robotnik's massive robot? Loved it. Yeah, yeah do, we cool. wanna, do we want to talk about Robotnik? Because I feel what we about, we've been dodging. Well, I, he's 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 the star. He's definitely the, the movie, star of the, of the movie. Ray. Yes. Like you know, we yeah, should be sure. talking okay. about him. Okay. Well, yeah. I he was good. Good. Yeah. Question mark. Okay. That this is. I mean, he looked he looked better. He definitely looked better. He had a good red coat. He had a good had a mustache. Good, big mustache. Yeah, and he had his badniks actually looked like like bugs and and wasps and stuff now, which was kind of cool. They were still. I'm trying to remember. They were still like, kind of white all over. They sadly yeah, were yeah, white. They were st- yeah. They were still very droney. Oh, yeah. and he had his little egg machine that he floated around in. Now, there's that little pod. Yeah, that he was, always that flies was more around. round. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't have a stupid <laughs> fighter jet like last time. Dude, I again, I I feel like everything I'm saying is negative when. <laughs> You could you could listen to the words I'm saying and the way I'm saying them and conclude that I'm being negative. Yes, but you'd be wrong again. I think I also enjoyed the movie. Question mark. But I want to draw attention to perhaps one of the worst shots in the movie, which is after. <laughs> oh yeah, I think after the big snowboard scene, yes. where yes, they clearly spent a lot of money. There's a little shot at the end where Robotnik is in his like floating egg canister and he's got knuckles i think on the side of his little ship and he he basically says something and then just like floats off screen and the fact that it is jim carrey sitting in a bathtub um (laughs) on a green screen was never more noticeable than than in that moment it's so it's it's egregious how like I think the scaling is wrong as well because like Knuckles is shorter than Robotnik and, and not as obviously big as him comes mm. up to maybe like the bottom of his I don't know his, the bottom of his chest or something like that when stood side by side but the scaling is completely off on that shot so not only does it look like he's in a green screen he's lit from a completely different direction but Knuckles is massive in comparison to him it's just <laughs> it's horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I suddenly can't remember what why was I, I genuinely can't remember why was Knuckles attacking Sonic? I know he teamed up with Robotnik because he didn't like because he's an apprentice of Longclaw. That, yeah, I think that was a predominant driving force. But they 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 had a and, compass thing, didn't they? There was that compass that tracked the temple. But he yeah he said if you help me kill Sonic, Knuckles yeah. says is. I will lead you to the Emerald. But where... Where did... I genuinely can't remember. Where did that compass come from? The compass... Um, oh, God. Did that come from Longclaw's holographic projection? How? Oh, yeah, they nicked the compass off Sonic, didn't they? At the end of the snowboarding scene, they nicked the compass At the, the end of the snow, that's what they wanted the compass, oh, but I can't so, remember how Sonic got it. 
Because Sonic had a map. Yes, well, that map, was the map but... that Longclaw gave him in movie one. But he didn't know how to activate the map. Sure, let's say that. a hologram of Longclaw. Yeah, let's say that for Tails 20 years. Turned up. Yeah, let's say that. Yeah, let's, sure. That was, yeah, that's, that's probably... Let's lean on that. And Tails says he came from a planet <laughs> where... Planet, mind you. And he says that after Sonic was playing a solo game of baseball in the first movie... Oh, that's right, yeah. And created an electromagnetic pulse. Yeah. Tails witnessed that on his home planet. Yeah. Somehow. And since sure. then has been watching Sonic. From because he afar. thought because he thought he was cool. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So which, Tails, which he is. Who can blame him? He's very cool. Well, Tails is cool. basically us then. He also saw the first movie. Oh, yeah, yes. Tails basically watched the first movie and thought, this can't get any worse if I turn up. Well, maybe maybe Tails edited the first movie. So maybe the, there was a yeah. raw feed from Earth of all of Sonic's exploits. And Tails edited that down for us and presented yeah. it as a, as a movie for us all to enjoy. Because, mm. you know, yeah, he's like the narrator. Sure. But yeah, it was better. <laughs> It was better. It was, it was better. better. After all of we that keep, that we're just We keep saying, saying it, but we're, we're not really coming up with any evidence. Like, the, <laughs> it's just the fact that everything else was just as bad as the first film. So anything, anything that connects to Sonic's previous storylines or Sonic's previous games and characters will elevate it because the first one was so sorely lacking in any of that stuff that the instant you have that exact same movie, which is basically it is, but now with a big a big robot that they have to fight with Robotnik looking and acting more like classic Robotnik with with Chaos Emeralds, Supersonic and Tails and Knuckles. The instant you have all of that stuff, it will just elevate it. And that's that's really where we are, is that we're with we're in a, the same shitty movie, basically, but with some of the shit that we loved from the original. Yeah. And that's probably why we came out going, I'm kind of confused. I'm so because, confused. Yeah. Because we like all of that shit, but the movie is still fundamentally probably broken. It's basically Probably. the equivalent of that Simpsons where a Malibu Stacy has a new hat. Yeah. It's, like, it's yeah, the same it is, shit movie, it? but he's got a new hat. <laughs> it's got a new I hat. Wanted, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted, <laughs> I Yeah. I, is it I, that simple? I, I enjoyed it? Question mark? Yeah. Nobody, yeah I, no, nobody knows whether they enjoyed it or not. In yeah. Summary. I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm prepared to, to sit and say that. I'm prepared to sit and say I enjoyed the film. Yes. That I think it was better than the first film and that at times I genuinely either laughed or found myself having a good time. Yes. I don't want to be yeah. I don't want to be negative because it is so much better than the first movie. Yes. And is. I think I'm so confused. I think <laughs> I had a good time. Bear in, mind the this, cinema. bear in mind this is a month after we watched it and we still can't work it out. Yeah. Yeah. It is fascinating. It's a, it's like the Da Vinci Code of our time in many ways. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it was it, it like, yeah, I really don't mean to be negative because com- I did not care for the first movie. I think I liked the second movie. I think if Maybe? I rate a movie at 50% or higher, that means I enjoyed it. Or that I had that, mm. that there was enough in it to tip me over the midpoint and say, overall, there was more good than bad, overall. And that I had fun, right? 
And I don't know where this sits, but it's over 50%. And I would say the first one is probably just under 50%. It's not egregious. It's not, it doesn't make me angry. Well, no, Long Claw makes me angry, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but like, it doesn't sit in the, in the territory of good to me, like in terms of a film I enjoyed, but the second one does. That's how, that's how I'd leave it, I think. If you told me that I had to now watch Sonic the Hedgehog 1, Right, right now, this evening. Right now, I would not relish the 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 opportunity. I would no, not look I'd, forward to it. I'd I'd say no. I think I'd say no. So then, if you said you actually have to watch Sonic the Hedgehog two, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah all right. Yeah, well, yeah, I feel like yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. someone. I feel like someone in this podcast is probably going to say that to me in the next three or four months. Yeah, you might, have to it, watch it and 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 record your thoughts. We'll have to do a commentary, won't we? We have to do. We're that, gonna, that. Well, I think we're going to have to. We've it's probably trend. already on Disney Plus or yeah or whatever. Yeah, I think I think it's on Netflix. It? The yeah, the first one. Oh, is it? Okay, there we go. I It'll think so. Not that I want to promote it necessarily. Not necessarily. Well, I think this is clearly going to be a bit of a weird episode because we we've talked about <laughs> Sonic Hedgehog two for a good while, but that I I feel we've kind of said everything we need to about the movie. Sure. Mm. So do we want to be a little unconventional? Do we want to say that, I don't know, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 was was our love, our collective love? You know oh what? I'm, ha- I'm happy with that, actually. And, and do we can go with that. We can do go we, with that. Do we each want to like pinch out, pinch out a hate to oh kind of <laughs> get this one over the line? Pinch, pinch off a nice hate. Sure. Yeah, sure. Okay. yeah, why not? Yeah. Why okay, not? Well, well, who, who's got hate then? I've got a hate. Nick's, Nick's got, got hate. one. Nick's got yeah. one, I reckon. Um, as, you, as you just said. Yeah, so there, there was a pregnant pause there. but um, We were all being very polite then because we were still thinking about whether we enjoyed the movie or not. Yeah, but also I think that because John has played so fast and loose with the format, I was yeah, mildly... It's, it's was, thrown me completely. We didn't discuss this. <laughs> mildly panicking that I actually had a hate at all. But I, I do know. have what? one. Okay, okay, that's good. Yeah. So I was um, I was watching a behind the scenes featurette on oh. Netflix. I d- that's not my hate. I like those uh, sometimes. Yes. Um, and it was about the new Dark Crystal show. I don't know if you oh. know about the Dark Crystal, but it was no. it, it's like a, it's a fantasy um, Jim Henson puppet oh. uh, sort of show. It was a movie way back in the eighties. I think it was in the eighties. And it got remade as a, as a new series that I think was like a prequel. And I really enjoyed that show. And this was the behind the scenes. It was all about like this, the incredible work that all of these amazing puppeteers and set builders and artists and everything making this, this fantasy world come to life. And there was this story that, that a lot of the sort of production people at Netflix, because it, it was a Netflix production, um, were, were really excited to tell about how they got these two writers in who hadn't written much in Hollywood and stuff before and they gave them the job of being the writers on the show and they were really excited and all this kind of stuff. But they needed um, a hand. They needed a, uh, a sort of veteran's hand to guide mm. them in the, in the world of writing uh, a big Hollywood Netflix show, right? So there was this guy. I don't, I don't know who he is. I can't remember his name. He, the name meant nothing to me. But there was this guy they hired and this guy was a massive... Dark Crystal and general 80s fantasy movies nerd, right? Super excited to be involved in the project. And when they interview him, they describe the moment that he was called into the office and told that he was going to be working on the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. This was his this is the big thing. 
And the way it's first told is by someone else, someone who was in the room but wasn't himself. And she, this woman just says, um, and when we told him that he was going to be script supervisor on Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance, I think at that moment he man cried. Oh. And then we cut to him. And he's there gushing, right? And he's like, yeah, I'm just the biggest fan. I love Jim Henson. I love the Dark Crystal. I think at the moment that they told me, I just started man crying. I was just man crying. I was just constantly man. I was like, shut up. I was like, stop saying it. Stop saying man crying. (laughs) And he's just like, I was man crying. Then it cuts back to the woman. She was like, yeah, it was hilarious. He was man crying. And then we were all there just like, you know, he's just so emotional. He's clearly the right guy for the job because he's so passionate because he's man crying. I'm like, stop saying man crying what the fuck is this like he's a he's a he's a human person and he cried that's fine why does it have to be man what is crying what does man crying mean i've never heard that term before no i've never heard that now i'm aware that i've brought to this podcast i've brought man flu before as a Uh, a yes but the thing is at least that's a term that i feel like is used quite a lot you know people say that sometimes they even say ironically i've never heard man cry before what the fuck is a man cry is it different uh, i feel like if, i feel like he was either crying or he wasn't i know exactly right yeah so which, which is it can you I, 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 the real question would be can you man laugh <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'd say well yeah, surely you have to be able to how, but how does, it, you know does it mean he wasn't actually crying does it man crying does it mean he just like pretend cried is it a kind of crying that preserves his his very very precious and fragile masculinity yeah because heaven forfend that anyone might think that as a man he was able to show his emotions you can't cry properly no that's impossible can can you ever really know man sorrow if you've not known man joy (laughs) you know (laughs) this is what keeps me awake at night yeah that and all the man crying you're doing yeah yeah I, I assume man crying is a lot like human crying, but you're yes. maybe also operating a lathe. Yes, that's Was it. Was he crying, but like like hammering up some drywall? <laughs> is that the difference? He's crying while putting up a shelf, you know. Yeah, yeah. or sol- soldering or something his, like that. Yeah, yeah, his tears form the spirit level that allows him to know if it's straight. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I can only assume. I can only assume that there's a special kind of crying... I, I can tell you right now, I have never man cried. I've I've bawled my eyes out. Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. cried. But I haven't I don't think I've man cried. I really dream of and kind of aspire to express my emotions in such a in such a pure masculine. manly manly yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's, it's probably important. one of the most masculine things you can encounter. Yeah. Yeah, because I because I remember like, you know, this past year, you know, as a family we've experienced some tragedy, you know, we, we've lost um, a couple of grandparents in the past 12, 12 months. And I, and I remember when I, when I heard that kind of devastating news that really kind of hit, you know, really hit me deep inside. Um, it was all I could do not to go outside and erect a shed. Yeah. <laughs> oh know, yeah. Big time. Just big time. in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's so uh, true. Yeah, and I've got to say, like, not processing my emotions, not man crying, has actually it really upped my productivity because, you know, instead of really just kind of expressing my emotions, I go and um, I start, like, planing. Or, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. I, I've, I've just gotten into uh, kind of um, whittling in a, in, a, in a big way. 
That's a yeah. good one. Yeah. 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 Whittle, whittle crying. Yeah. <laughs> it's like for every every major emotional breakthrough I have, I I erect a new um kind of uh, cross brace against the fence so oh uh, yeah the um, you should see the amount of cross braces in my garden right and that's testament i think to <laughs> some some real emotional turbulent shit I've, I've been going through when i when i feel like i'm on the cusp of of a deep emotional um representation i uh a big thing i like to do is just go change some brake fluid like that's a that's a, that's a huge one for me i have a lot of brake fluid just kicking around you know so i'm ready to to just clean out those lines and just put in some new some new fluid because what what's better? Got to do liquids, something while you're crying. Around. You got to do something, otherwise it's got to do something. Got to do some sort of manual task. Manual. I remember I remember popping exactly. by your house, Nick, and I, I remember this moment quite vividly because I because I, I I looked around your workshop and My I workshop, saw yes. you know and I saw the amount of brake fluid <laughs> you had lying around, and for a moment I thought to myself, he's gone soft. He's yeah. Ex- yeah. look at look at the emotion he's yeah. expressing through through brake fluid. But then I, then I thought to myself, no, he's not going soft. He's 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 just that's good car maintenance. It's it's that, funny though yeah. because I had he's the opposite. Just man crying. I had the opposite feeling because when I saw you see all of my brake fluid, I was like, oh, he'd better he'd better not comfort me. He'd better not read this yeah. as some sort of moment of 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 sort of weakness or emotional availability. That is not what I want. But I want him to I want him to see that as a man who is a man who is prepared to change his brake fluid regularly yeah. okay just just in the purpose of obscuring actual crying exactly yeah just for that and, and luckily if, if if he doesn't get that then I'll kick his ass yeah luckily you didn't do anything as as disgusting as that but we yeah we survived another day it's a weird, it's a weird phrase, really, isn't it? Man, it doesn't make any, doesn't make any sense. Crying, it doesn't make it? Any if you're saying he did cry or he didn't cry, and he just sort of which went, oh, I feel really emotional. Cheers. But it's like it also doesn't work as a because like man flu is a thing, right? But but crying is an is an action, right? Mm. So is is it is it men cry? No, that's not right. Is it? Ma- like it doesn't work man cry doesn't he's having a man cry but you wouldn't say i'm yeah. having a cry well maybe you would i don't know it just doesn't seem to work very well doesn't hang together i'd like to know i'd like to know what it means yeah has it got has it got a dictionary definition are you going to google it i'm going to google it and see what okay it comes up this with. is probably going to be depressing as well i kind of if i had to stereotype it i'd imagine that a man cry is where you get like one kind of like choked sob, and yeah. and then you just kind of start sl- slapping people on the back like really hard. Yeah, yeah, just... yeah. Oh, um, what are you learning, Chris Ray? Not much. It doesn't say an awful lot. I wonder whether a man cry is when you force oh, okay. out one tear. So, but yeah, that I'm tear on Urban Dictionary. I'm on Urban Dictionary, and this is a definition from May tenth, two thousand ten. When a person experiences all of the psycholog- physiological sorry, and emotional changes that typically occur when one cries without any obvious external signs to inform others. Right. So how do you know? Exactly. What does that even mean? <laughs> so it's like saying I've shit myself, but nothing's come out. Yeah. Is it like, is it like the only way you know someone's man crying is because they say, 
I'm man crying right I'm now. man, exactly, you have to tell the people, oh, because I'm so emotional, I'm man crying. I am man crying right now. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so emotional about that news you've just given me about fucking Jim Henson or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Jim Henson. <laughs> yeah. I was, when you were, when you started telling this story and you said uh, they got some writers on board to, to, to write, you know, the sequel, prequel to Jim Henson's The Dark Crystal, and you said they needed a hand. Yeah. Uh, honestly, where my brain went was that because it's puppets, <laughs> they, they genuinely needed like a human hand. They needed they needed just one hand just to fill in that role for the day. Yeah. yeah. Well, the writers were puppets. So, oh, oh, oh yeah, that's, so that makes sense. Needed, oh, that's yeah. clever. Yeah. Isn't they it? needed that's, a hand. That's each, clever. That's funny, isn't it? That's a good joke to, for the podcast. We keep I mean, that, write that one down, John. Write that one yeah, down. Yeah, that, 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 what, what, what should I write? A hand. Um, like, writers are puppets. Yeah. But like, but like all a, all writers are puppets and they need a hand. Not, a, not in a Jim Henson way, in like a, in like a corporate stooge kind of way. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Can, that, can that whole thing be the title of the podcast? Probably. Um, yeah, probably. Yes. Probably the right kind of length, I'd say, character-wise. Just about. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, no, it's cool. <laughs> Good. Excellent. Well, we're agreed. I just... I, it's just a really weird statement. I don't I know, know what to do. Doesn't yeah. make any doesn't make any sense. I I, I concur. Yeah. yeah, I concur. I think I think what annoyed me the most, a how many times it was said. It felt like it was said hundreds of times. It was probably like twice, but it felt like it was said hundreds of times. And I think also what annoyed me is that the story was told from two different perspectives, both the guy himself and a woman talking about the moment that he was given the news. And they both used the term and it was yeah. as if it was as if they had collaborated on how they were going to tell this story. That's how it felt because no one says "man cry," right? No one says that. So they came up with this term together, I think. And then and then they were like, "When we when we do the voice pops for the vox pops for the for the documentary, let's both mention how I nearly man cried." Yeah, yeah. yeah let's say yeah. that. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody would say that term independently of one another unless it had been agreed upon in advance. I know exactly, Fact. and so that apparently is a very important thing to them that they needed to say those words, and I don't know why. Yeah. But it pisses me off. Okay. Yeah. 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 I've got a hate. Yeah. Got oh, a hate. All right. All right. Pick me. All right. Pick me. I'll pick you. Um, for illustrative purposes only. Oh. For illustrative purposes only. What do you think? What do you think that means? What do you think that means? <laughs> well, um, uh, well, I guess it's usually a legal way to mm, legal. To, that's interesting that you would say legal because um, I've seen it used before, and mm. to suggest that what you're looking at isn't necessarily what you're going to mm. get. Sure, sure, sure. May, may, maybe. Okay, good. I like complaining <laughs> to companies, <laughs> and the latest company in my sights has been Argos. Argos. Okay. I have been and and regular followers of my Twitter feed uh, will have seen my lengthy thread oh, uh, telling Argos off for a television I recently purchased from their catalog. Okay. Now then, here we go. <laughs> I am very happy. Not I'm satisfied with the television. It's fine. Okay. It's good. It my telly broke. We needed to tell you at short notice. Argos delivered. Good very short that. notice. I have nothing against it. It's a fine television. It's fine. What I was anticipating, however, is that all the apps that I regularly use, streaming apps, would be included within the television itself. So I'm talking your Netflixes, YouTube, BBC iPlayer, all four, and Disney+. Plus. Uh-oh. Now, the latter of those was included on the illustration of this television. 
so I was fully anticipating it would arrive with Disney Plus installed. Ruh-roh. It did not. So I wrote to Argos, didn't I? And I said, <laughs> I said, dear bastards. <laughs> which was a good start. A strong start, yeah. I said, yeah, why is this app not on my television? And they were just like, oh, that's weird. Let us, let us look into that for you. And sure. they were like, oh yeah, we, this is, and eventually, I, this is a very long and long-winded story that I basically complained in various different ways that this television did not come with Disney+. Plus. For the record, I don't really care. I've got a Chromecast. <laughs> Wait, so I, I can, can you, c- could you download it? How does that work? No, you could not. I did check all these things. There's an app store. So it comes with all the apps, your Netflixes, blah, 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 blah. So it was obvious what apps were on there already. And there is an app store on the television, but they're all fairly um, peripheral apps, let's say. Okay. And so you wouldn't really use them. It's like, things you wouldn't need but i thought it might be it was a download but i checked and it wasn't so i wrote to them and was like oh what's going on here and they were like oh yeah um they gave me lots of reasons why it might not be on there and why they may need to check and if it how they might install it on there and blah 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 eventually after maybe three or four times of trying they said oh yes the image on our website is for illustration purposes only i'm like well that's not right because you have deliberately led me to believe that disney plus is included on this television and they just went, it's for illustration purposes only. I'm like, okay, let's go a different way with this. Where have you stated that on your website that this is for illustration purposes only? It's for illustration purposes only. Okay. No, no, I, let's say I accept that. <laughs> let's say I've accepted that as your answer. Where on your website does it say that your images are for illustration purposes only? These images are for illustration purposes only. Brilliant. And that, so round and round and round and round we went. And eventually I put this on Twitter and they, they email, they messaged me on Twitter going, I'm so sorry about this. Um, hopefully we can help you. And so I did the whole dance again. <laughs> and then eventually they just wrote saying, because they tried various different ways to tr- like, try and get this app on my telly. And then eventually they just went, the image is for illustration purposes only. <laughs> and I went, are you serious? Like I've literally just done a massive thread about, about why I'm pissed off at you saying that. And you've come back to me with that. So I went on the big megalomaniacal rant about that. Nice. And they, they eventually just then said, oh, yeah, we can't help you anymore. And then they just refused <laughs> to reply to my messages. Please be quiet. <laughs> I have all of this like transcript saved. So I reported them to the Advertising Standards Agency. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I'm not playing around. No, you're not, are you? All I, I said to them, I will accept as, a, as compensation, I'll accept like a Chromecast or something like that. I have a Chromecast. I really yeah. don't care. It's just, so it's just them. the point. It's just but trying you, to make you wanted to like seed a few ideas if they were to start yeah. thinking. And about I went on the manufacturer's yeah. website to look at if they had this thing as well, and they don't. Their image is factual. It's it's correct as of what the apps actually are on the television. So Argos have done that deliberately to make yeah. it look like Disney Plus is on the telly when it isn't. So I, mm, I, <laughs> I may have been on the other side of this. Uh oh. Although obviously I would never know if anyone complained, but I sure. used to at the uh, at the design agency I work for. One of our clients used to be Euronics, who are oh, yeah. a big tech uh, s- selling brand in the UK. And one of the jobs we would often have to do for them was put together essentially a mini brochure that would just have mm. usually loads of TVs in it, right? And those TVs would just be it'd be like a Samsung and a Panasonic and whatever. They'd just be side by side. And the, and the frustrating thing is we'd be sent images of these products, but they're all just black rectangles, right? Yeah. 
So what would we do? Because we're a creative graphic design agency. Yes. We would create images and we would inlay them onto the screens of the TVs to make nice. the images look more interesting. And quite often, oh, yeah. we would add icons or um, uh, sort of uh, either in, uh, systems like um, operating systems or whatever for, for how you might navigate menus. We'd just yeah. find them. We'd just find them on Google. And we'd just, we'd just Photoshop them in. They're probably not the right menus for those TVs at all. Um, quite often, maybe they we would put in things like an icon for Netflix or an icon for Disney Plus because it looks good in the artwork, right? Yeah. And then we just send that off to Euronix. They'd sign it off, and out it would go to the public, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a feeling what that it, maybe but... what happened here. <laughs> that might be what happened. But you've you've put that together. Fine, all right. But you then need to put on your website or something. Or if you're Argos, this is for illustration purposes. That was the point I was getting to. I was like, where does yeah, it yeah. state this on your website? And they said, oh, we don't have to state it on our website. I was like, where, ha- where is the legal I'm pretty documentation sure for that? You do. You yeah. do. Yeah. Could you ever just like take they couldn't a get... screenshot from a, from a movie? Oh, I've done. You know, I'm putting oh, that I see. on the screen. Yeah. Um, I mean, in theory. Yeah. We never, we, we, I guess we could have done. We never did because we were afraid that that could be really obviously like copyright or problematic yeah. in, in some other way. So we always picked things like if it was a laptop, we picked like a screenshot of Windows. And if it was yeah. a TV, we picked a screenshot of like what the menu system looked like, because that way, you know, you're pretty you're pretty safe of putting that on the screen of a of a, of a yeah. until until Chris Ray came along. And now we're not yeah. now nothing's sacred. apparently. Well, the thing about this, this illustration purposes um image was that Bullshit. it was the menu i on my television it was the correct menu oh it was in terms of okay. the layout it just had a disney plus panel on it in it included within the various panels and Which of course you didn't obviously have. the menu is the same so that's accurate but they deliberately put the disney plus one in there interesting interesting mm. so mm. yeah anyway if they had if it had stated this is for illustration purposes i've gone okay well, there you go. Easy come, easy go. I should have seen that as a consumer. But they couldn't tell me where that was stated on the page or on their website and how it was the case that they didn't have to put it on their website. Do, do because, you, the, because no such solution exists. Do, do you enjoy a fight? Yeah. <laughs> if I want to see you, John. Yeah. I, I I really couldn't care less. Um well, you about had a Chromecast, of course. About the yeah, about the actual Disney Plus thing. I I have a Chromecast, as I said. I've got like three of them. I just I just I just it's just the principle. And there's all that free toothpaste as well. Don't forget. Yeah, I've been I've been watching Moon Knight in high definition for weeks. You know, I'm I'm fine. <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying that you're wrong to do so because yeah, fight the power. Oh, but like yeah. d- particularly, argument. is it the moment you take something to Twitter? Mm. You know you. You're probably gonna win at that point because, like, they don't they, they don't, don't want a public well, company, companies don't like being called out in public, obviously. No, because it no. doesn't look good. No. So, but then the the thread of that message was funny because they tried to help and then they just returned to their default setting, <laughs> and it was just like it was just <laughs> like I've wasted say. my time. So then I was getting really pissed off. I don't do uh, it anymore. So I now I just I... want to. Now I just want to do it because they've wasted my time. To be honest. Yeah. So we'll I... see what the advertising standards agency say, and if they don't come back to me, then I'm going to have to find someone to complain about them too. <laughs> who, who can? Who, who monitors the advertising standards agency? It's the queen at this point. It's just yeah. the queen. You're I'm going to have to go all the way to the top, top, aren't I? Yeah. I'm just going to have to go to the top. I think. Just skip I, to the top. I, I don't do this anymore because my relationship with the internet has changed quite a bit, but. 
but I've had such an abysmal experience of late dealing with. I'm going to call them out, NatWest, <gasps> and and their and their uh, customer services. That I was tempted to take it to Twitter. To Twitter. Yeah. yeah, attempt yeah. tempted. Tempted. I I didn't like. I really considered just oh, having a should. big old it's, rant. It's, it's good fun. <laughs> Is it, yeah, fun? it's so, good fun? I. But what are you looking for? Are you looking for fun or are you looking for justice? I'm looking to beat the system. Mm. Ultimate. Ultimately, I want to beat the big man. Yeah. The big man in this situation being how, Argos. How do you know when you've beaten them? I get something for free. Okay, fine. Right, right. That's a good goal. Or like or that. or they change it. Or they change it on their website, and then I think, ah, that's because of me. That's and I have less... to be honest. To be honest, it's more about the free stuff because I haven't I checked their say, website. Yeah, it's less. I haven't even, bo- I haven't even bothered looking because I don't care. You don't care, as we said. I don't care. I would just rather have had something for free that I could then sell on eBay. <laughs> when you were drafting these tweets, sure. uh, I mean, you're making it sound like I thought about it, but sure. Well, yeah, I, I know, I know, you like to act just in kind of pure emotion, but like, thank you. Was was your breath <laughs> minty at the time from the the free toothpaste, toothpaste you've been stealing for Ste- two, three stealing? Years is now. a stealing is a big word, John. And I thank the good people at Colgate <laughs> for continuing to provide me and my wife <laughs> with toothpaste uh, that we can try on behalf of the great British public. Um, in advance and and to date i have not been poisoned by their fine fine minty paste <laughs> thank you thank you again to colgate but fuck you argos but yeah, fuck, fuck you, you argos <laughs> fuck you guys i've got hate yes Go i hate inane social media conversations uh oh I feel like I'm not going to come across well here. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're, 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 no. You're in a special brand. You're, 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 Even you're, lower. You're, you, oh, everything yeah. you're doing, everything you're bringing to the table, that is uniquely you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Um, For sure. I hate it when the established thinking around good social media practice mm. is to ask really inane questions so like i said i'm I'm hating the game not the player because i know people have to do it to survive so no shade to people who do this just to make their brand work but i hate it when you're say you're a aspiring uh influencer or digital native like say say you're just trying to have a presence on social media yeah. And you're like, hello, I have an Instagram account and I sell, um, I don't know, vegan um, vegan shoes or something like that. You know, I, I, I make... They're delicious. Ve- I make vegan <laughs> boots. But you're... That's great. That's your product. That's your USP. The catch is you have to generate a post a day on instagram like you know you've got to keep the brand alive oh i see i understand and so clearly everybody went to the same um seminar on social media marketing where what you do is you take a photo of yourself Mm. doing x like really it's irrelevant the point is that it's a photo of you not working (laughs) and then you 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 post this photo 
and you then kind of just frame a question around it. So say like it's a photo of you sipping a coffee, staring out the window. That seems to be quite a popular one. And then the question will just be, I don't know, um, I'm I'm happiest when I'm when I'm wrapped up warm with my favourite hot drink. What do you enjoy doing on an autumn morning? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then you just nobody, nobody has nobody has ever cared what anyone gets up to on an autumn morning. (laughs) And that's a fact, have they? That's that is a fact. You can take that to the bank, but. And yet, and yet, no, nobody cares what, what anybody does on an autumn morning. And yet, that is what ninety nine percent of brands are doing. Yeah, on, yeah. On Instagram. Well, you've got to you've got to ask a question because then you've got to gonna, ask a question. Because you've got to encourage yeah engagement. engagement yeah. yeah, and then people are going to respond to that question. Is the theory? But who the like who the fuck cares? Like, why would I? You know, just imagine I'm scrolling, scrolling, and then there's like there's a there's a, a generic man, <laughs> a generic <laughs> white man appears <laughs> who yeah. I've already seen literally thousands of just that scroll previously and he just says hey how do you take your coffee i take mine yeah with just a dash of milk i'm not gonna go oh my god i need to tell him oh my god i need to yeah. tell him yeah. i actually have quite a lot of milk and i have two sugars oh my god notice me senpai yeah yeah but then you get <laughs> you get drawn into a conversation around how, how do you enjoy your coffee and you think, God, this is the most this is the most engaging conversation I've ever had. Who am I talking to? And it's Bongella official. Yeah, yeah. But then after four hours, they do a follow up saying, "We all enjoy coffee, but be sure to k- take care of your teeth with Bongella. <laughs> Brush your teeth with Bongella. No way. Yeah. <laughs> what I, is uh, Bongella? It's for, it's for mouth ulcers, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. The the one I love is when you get. If you're bored and you're browsing Instagram, which I do, it's the last social media that exists on my phone. I love it when you get the ones which are clearly written, if not by a bot, then by some kind of (laughs) underpaid Eastern European intern who's basically like chained to a desk somewhere. Mm. And and it's like, it's the ones where they steal photos (laughs) from other accounts just to, because all they're there to do is to generate likes or comments. Content, content, yeah, content. content, content, content. So it's like you'll get these accounts which have just gone like find a, a, a generic Instagram account of a of a of a pretty goil. A pretty a pretty goil. Pre- find a pretty goil. Find a pretty goil. And then they steal the photo. You can tell it's been stolen from like 17 accounts because it's got an increasingly grainier with every kind of repost. <laughs> and they just take <laughs> And, you know, it's like, um, just take like a photo of like some attractive woman, like staring, standing on a balcony, staring out. And then they'll just, they'll just type like, how, how do you like bread? (laughs) 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 And and, and then you look at it, it's like 174 comments of people telling you how they like their bread. And I'm like, yeah, ugh. I don't feel good. Conversely, some of the replies to these things are often quite funny. Yeah, some people, people will know, people know exactly what it is, and they just yeah. relentlessly, mercilessly take the piss, which is, is always good fun. This is what's so wild about the whole situation, right? Because I remember a social media man, it does, so someone whose job it is to teach you how to use social media, once told me that the problem that brands face on pro, on, pro, on platforms like Instagram is that Instagram is designed for one human being to socially connect with another human being, right? These platforms were designed from the ground up for people to share pictures of their picnics and their dogs and their mum and dad. And 
brands are trying to act like people so yeah. that they can get hundreds of thousands of followers on a place that's designed for us to share pictures of our dinner. Like, what the hell is going on? Like, they're bending over backwards to, oh, you've got to create engaging content. You've got to ask questions. You've got to ask human questions. When does it get to the point that it's like, this isn't the place for us? Like, <laughs> because, and the answer to that question, infuriatingly, is it works. It must work. Because otherwise they wouldn't do it. Yeah. It seems to... The problem is, it seems to work up until the moment you try to do it. Yeah, that's so true. There is a yeah. myth here, I think. Yeah. Because, cause Nick, I mean, like, full, <laughs> full credit to you, you've got, like, uh, you've made a pretty successful, like, RPG game. You know, you've made, you know, you've got people liking it and following it online. Sure. But I guarantee you can start tomorrow just, I don't know, a photo of you and a pencil and then like a, a question like um bread <laughs> bread <laughs> just the, just the word bread <laughs> bread bread just, just you standing there just in no context just bread there's no there's no bread in the image it's just me yeah, no bread at all with a not pencil. even not even the slightest hint of bread I'm going to make that post. And I'm yeah, gonna... you should. <laughs> bread. Let's go see what happens. No hashtags. Bread. We should put that on the group before this episode comes out. Yes. I just agreed. put bread. <laughs> bread. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. I was thinking, like, because they always try to be... My point is, they always try to be relatable in some yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking it'd actually be really funny if you you tried to ask a question that was inherently unrelatable. <laughs> like, yeah. if, if you just, like, uh, you post a photo, it's like every photo is like, oh, that's an artful shot of a book. That's an artful shot of, like, uh, a deck of cards. Oh, that's really tasteful. And then there's one oh, yeah. photo of you, like, topless, clearly <laughs> taken with a mobile phone, but, like, on, on the kitchen floor, like, angled up. And it's you... And it's like 2 a.m. and it's completely dark in the kitchen, and the only light is this brief flash from your phone. And it's you like gnawing on a spicy sausage, like a kind of animalistically. <laughs> and it. <laughs> I've got a load of those on my phone. And already. it just goes like. Yeah. And it just goes like. How do you enjoy a sausage? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> and, and then the next post is just back to like a really artful picture of, um, of a book. That would probably be perceived as a cry for help. And rightly so, yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, potentially, John, what you've just described is a is a 100% uh, perfectly accurate uh, recipe for going viral. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. That'll, mm. that'll try, that, try that out. Surprise. I'll try it out. I'll try it out. Try it out and let us know how it goes. And if you lose any followers, let alone all of them. <laughs> Which it which it will be. I which will it lose, probably will. I will yes. lose them all. Yeah. No one needs to see me topless. This is yeah. Well, I mean, like topless photos of spicy sausages aside, like mm. this is what I mean. I mean, no ill will to people who have to do this to survive. Yeah. Because this is the nature of it, and this may be why I'm bad at it. But I'm I'm just aware that like if you have a brand, if you have a product, whatever you're kind of expected to have some kind of presence online. Mm, You've got yeah, to generate absolutely. some content. Oh, you yeah, yeah. have to. 
but Christ alive, I find it hard to go like, oh God, I've got to, I've got to get a post out. And every time I see somebody who's just, I don't know, they've always got a hot drink in hand as well. <laughs> like, you know, they're wearing dungarees and they're, they're yeah. staring at a book. Oh, they look, they look very relatable. In yeah. Theory. Super relatable. To, to people who wear dungarees. Anyway. And I'm like, how the hell do you find the time? Oh God! Like I, I don't know how you do it day in, think, day out. I think the problem is, John, is that you are inherently a very creative person, right? Oh, you thank are, you. Thank you, you. Uh, you put your all into everything you make, whether it be a, a graphic novel or a single social media post. And what you have to do, I think, to succeed at this is is to not give a, a shit at, at all. Ah, yeah. I yeah. see, I see. And yeah. ask the most inane garbage, and and it doesn't matter, you know, because yes, my heart does go out to the people whose job is social media manager for Halfords, right? <laughs> and, and they have got to post. They have to, because it's their whole job. They don't have to do, yeah. they don't have to pump up bike tires. They don't have to, you know, spray paint a kid's bike helmet. I don't know what you do at Halfords, right? But like, they those, don't I think do, those are the two main Those roles, are the two yeah. main things, yeah. They don't have to do those. They just have to sit at the computer and they have to do four posts a day. And it's like, what's, what's your favorite um, he- helmet, I guess? Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> How many how many wheels would you prefer on your bicycle? Just, no, no, don't say that. How many wheels would you prefer? That's it. How many how many wheels? Yeah, not even on your bike. How many wheels? What is the what is the optimum number of wheels? Yeah, what is the optimum number of wheels? Answer below, and then all the comments yeah. are just like two, nine, three, sixteen. <laughs> of course, when I, when I, whenever Argos posts, it's just me. The first reply saying "fuck you." <laughs> And then their replies him again. Oh no! They'll just, their reply to me is just this is for illustration. For purposes. illustrative purposes only. And yeah. every every post you leave is like from Chris Ray ten, from Chris Ray eleven, from yeah. Chris yeah. Ray twelve. Yeah. You got so a number. They keep blocking you. Yeah. As you. Yeah, yeah. As oh, as you, you go. Oh, you got to you got to keep making accounts. You've got it. Otherwise, yeah, yeah, you're gonna get blocked. Chris Ray backup nine. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Ray porn account. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't tweet from that one. <laughs> oh, you're getting all sorts of trouble. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well look um it's been a weird episode it has uh, been a weird episode it's been a very maybe weird this episode is, maybe this is the shape of things to come well the question is did no, we not. did we want to did we did we want to call it there and then go to like the really hard decisions or did we want to kind of squeeze in like a listener i i hey. should say at this point that the podcast machine you've kindly loaned me is running out of battery well that might answer that question maybe we should <laughs> just kill it there <laughs> yeah maybe. i mean Damn it! Like I, I, I've been ill. I've, I've yeah, been recovering. Yeah, we got stuff you to know. do, and I've had to put up I, with you talking about it. I've yeah. got to be up early the next two days to be going and doing social things. Yeah, and thank God that you can actually go and socialise. Like that's yes. really that's what I've been keeping it. me awake. I'll regret it in a few days when we get relegated and I have a hangover. But there you go. <laughs> well, on that note, then, gentlemen, yeah, what do we think? One, is it well, hate? Or is it Sonic the Hedgehog 2 <laughs> starring Jim Carrey and James Marsden? Uh, it's an interesting question, isn't it? Because for the first time yeah. ever, all our loves are the same. Yeah, that is By virtue of this format that's been foisted upon us. Um, but I'm going to say love. because, And my reason is, is because it's the greatest turnaround story of our generation. That, that the, the three boys who hated Sonic 1 so firmly... Mm can find some love in their hearts for the sequel. And I think can that's... Fi- can find nothing but indifference for the sequel. <laughs> it's a mild indifference and a couple yeah. of positive pros. <laughs> yeah. So Ooh. I'm going to say love. Oh, it's a... 
Ooh. It's a Oh, it's a tough one, isn't it? It's I don't know. It's a chestnut mushroom. Ooh. I don't know what to say. Um I feel I almost owe an apology to the Sonic franchise. Oh my goodness. So I kind of want to say I want to say love. Okay. If only just to prove that I'm not a monster. Mm. So I kind of want to say love. Okay. So Chris Ray's opinion is irrelevant, but what would you it's say, irrelevant. Chris Ray? I would have it's... said hate, because yeah. Argos, Argos have really pissed me off. <laughs> Despite the fact you're giving you, you something care. to do, though. Yeah, yeah. Good, I mean, I'm, I'm quite busy. Yeah. I didn't really have to, I didn't really have time to do that. Also, I you just have felt, a I just felt like it. You do yeah. have a you do have a Chromecast. Though. I do already have one. It's you know, it's fine. It's fine. I'll get by. Well. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's like this is a whimper, not a bang, isn't it? Like I feel, mm. I feel for all the progress we've made, we kind of took a few steps back by doing a remote episode today. I don't know what to. Well, we'll take a few forward next time. Oh, that's, yeah. that's nice. Look at, it, you... look at it that way. We've taken a step back so we can take a running start. Are you, also, are you actually... off off a cliff? If Sorry, you have Nicholas. any, if you have any complaints about this episode, just tweet Chris Ray. Just tweet at Chris yeah. Ray. And he'll relish the. You could, you could direct to them to at Argos, direct them to at Argos Helpers. Yeah, and and they'll just respond with for illustrative purposes only. Yeah, this so, this, this episode has been for illustration purposes only. <laughs> well, the real question would be when when next we are in the studio, are you actually going to join us, you lazy fuck? Oh well, <laughs> well we shall. I can't. I mean, I genuinely can't guarantee. It's really impossible to say, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I genuinely, very... I genuinely couldn't say. Let's hope so. For the good of the show, let's hope so. For the good of the show.